What is up, everybody? Welcome to uh, episode Meganium. For those of you uninitiated, that means episode 154. Woo! Oh, some fun. I am your host, Jinji. With me, as always, is Mr. Odin. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Odin here, back at it again with a lovely episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun, the video game podcast where we talk about anything under the video game sun. How's it going, everybody? And he does mean everything. Yes. But we are not alone. Let's race on to the next co-host. We have DJ. <laughs> Get it? Race on. Because <laughs> a horse. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a double whammy! <laughs> I didn't even make that connection because he's a fucking horse. No, I was more or less just kind of giving a hint for the topic, but ah, uh, unintentional double. All right. Well, how how are you gentlemen doing? You guys, doing good. Doing fan fucking tastic. <laughs> Doing no, it great. Can... It's been good. You've been what? It's been good. I had steak tonight. And you didn't make any for me. Well, no, I didn't cook any. We went to Texas Roadhouse. 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 I, uh... All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's make that lovely phone call. We will be right back. Oh, yes. I see. Good news, everyone. Welcome back to the news. You guys got some stuff to talk about for this week. Uh, Before I read the news article that I brought up, I wanted to bring this potential piece of news up because I know all three of us here are heavily invested into this franchise. And I want to pick your guys' brains for what you think will come out of this. Um. As of recording, today is the 14th. Uh, on August 18th, there's going to be a Pokemon Presents. Pulling this, by the way, from Um, It will feature news on Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, as well as Pokemon Legends Arceus, and will run for 28 minutes. Damn. So, I want to pick your guys' brains a bit. What do you think we're going to get out of this? So 28 minutes is a lot for a Pokemon Direct, honestly. Um, and it, it, they said it's it's specifically covering covering the new games. Yeah. Oh, I'm, man. I'm I'm gonna take a shot in the dark, right? Okay. I mean, right. we're we're gonna get more gameplay, obviously. I dare say we're gonna say uh, see some gems. Maybe we're gonna see some gems that are gonna be updated. But I am potentially going to call some regional variants of some kind. So that's a pretty good shot in the darkest. <laughs> hey, punny. <laughs> Way to step up to the plate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get oh. it? Because Arceus has its plates. Hey, that, that was the gauntlet of all jokes right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, what do you guys... What do you guys think is going to come out of this? I am thinking probably that they are going to reveal something that probably people have been like expecting to have happen for uh, the Diamond for the Diamond and Pearl uh, remakes, remaster, however you want to look at them. Um, 
I bet you they're going to release slightly, just like a glimpse of Mega Evolutions. Do you think Megas are going to come back? I do. I I feel like Megas are going to... They're, I don't think they're going to be like a prominent feature in this, but they're something that are going to be heavily used and still there. I, I feel like they're going to bring that back right. as an option. Kind of like what happened with Let's Go? Yeah. I mean, that'd be nice, but... Game um, in the, the thing that they've shown in the past, I half expect them to bring in Dynamax again, but this time put some bullshit spin on, oh, it's Arceus's godlike energy that also conveniently causes the Dynamax phenomenon. I don't know. I think they might be leaving that one behind. To be honest, I really hope they do. And also, Game Freak, if you're fucking listening, please. Give us Primal Dialga in the mainline series game, please. Nobody um, likes those mystery dungeon games. The only thing good about it was Primal Dialga, but I'm going to Primal I'm gonna say there's probably gonna be about three minutes of recap at the start. Right. And I'm gonna say maybe 15 minutes of BDSP and the rest of the time will be Arceus. I don't see them giving a whole lot to Arceus since BDSP is going to be coming first. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be heavily promoting it first until it releases, and then everything is going to be falling onto Arceus. Yeah. There's only two months, two months gap. Right. So I'm because we got uh, 0900 EDT, 0600 PDT. So I'm trying to see what time central that would be, and if I can time it. What does it say the Eastern time is? Uh, E Delta, you know, Echo Delta uh, Tango is 0900. So, so that's hot, eight. That's hot, eight take here. hot take here. What if? So, think about this, okay, for a second. Um, eight o'clock in the morning on uh, what, what day is he? 18th. It's Wednesday, oh, I think. Damn it. Anyway, at work. So. Damn. You know, they could actually reveal the possibility of following Pokemon. That would be nice. But not like the uh not like Sword and Shield following Pokemon. And maybe not quite like how uh like uh Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee follow, but more like your Heart for Gold, example, Soul Heart Silver. Gold Soul Silver style of Pokemon following you. Oh god, yes, please. But I think that would be amazing. Right. And like smaller Pokemon, they could either have the option of like maybe, you know, following you or like the really small ones, they could like sit on like on your shoulder or head or like Pikachu and Eevee would. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Here's, here's maybe a stretch how they've, they have said multiple times over that this is a faithful remake, right? Yeah, yeah. So, which which makes me think, if they claim that it's a faithful remake, does that mean they're not going to be putting in any Pokemon at all that's post-Gen 4? I don't... I think they're still going to have other Pokemon in there. I think it's just going to be very selective. I think it's going to... I don't know. That's so tough. Because I, mean, I want to be honest it, with you, I want to run around with Golisopod. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. 
I mean, I don't, I don't think they will, but they've also straight up pet Pokemon from the deck. So at this point, who the fuck knows what Game Freak is doing? Yeah, I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. But uh, pulling up the actual article that I wanted to to read, uh, pulling from GamesIndustry.biz, written by Jeffrey Rosau, Rosau, Rosu mispronouncing your name so my bad on that one mobile gamers spend 1.7 billion every week <laughs> Gingy, what are what are you doing <laughs> what am i doing that's all you right <laughs> uh not at liberty to discuss <laughs> uh, app annie reported today that in the first half of 2021 consumers have spent 1.7 billion on both iOS and Google Play purchases per week globally According to the Mobile Data's firm, 2021 Mobile Gaming Teardown Report, this spending is a 24% increase year over year and 40% from pre-pandemic 2019 numbers. Dang. Oh, so yeah. now, listeners, you understand why Gingy is broke. <laughs> no, Gingy is broke because mm. I'm saving up for some important stuff. But uh, Also, according to... I don't believe them. It's all going into mobile games. Um, the what? residential Zelda expert would literally slice my throat if she knew I was pouring hundreds of dollars into mobile games. She would. She would. And she may or may not be able to audibly hear me right now. So, you know, listeners, if you hear me suddenly stop talking, you know what happened. Anyway, though, getting back to the article, uh, it looks like over the first half of 2021, an average of 810 mobile games reached the $1 million mark each month, and that represents an increase of 6% year over year. Um, the top three games that consumers have spent the most on have been Roblox, Genshin Impact, and Honor of Kings. It's not COD. Yeah, it's not COD. I mean, I've been I've been playing more of COD Mobile as of late, but... Oh God! I am. You're part of the problem. Hey, I have not given them a single fucking penny. But you're contributing to their numbers. Yeah, I don't have the new Call of Duty for consoles, so COD Mobile is the best next thing. It's fair. I need That's to fair. My COD itch. So yeah, it's evident, really as I've said multiple times over, mobile gaming isn't going anywhere, and if if anything, it's going to become more of a presence the more uh, advanced our cell phones become. Uh, to be fair, phones are getting, like, really advanced. Uh, the amount of, like, the type of game that they're going to be able to start throwing on phones is going to be ridiculous. You might as well just, like, buy a phone, and people are going to be like, you have a PC? I'm like, <laughs> do you know the games I play on my phone? It's like having a PC. Pretty much. So, yeah. Oh, who else has some news? I have some news. Sweet. Yeah, Odin having news. What is this? Nonsense. No, no get it. Sweet. <laughs> so, ha ha. Well, it's a pun into, the, into my news. Uh, we'll just, uh, into your news, Mr. Odin. All right. So coming from Game Rant, uh, an article done by Tyler Shipley here. Uh, Skyrim fan makes the game's sweet rolls in real life. One fan of the Sky... 
One fan of Skyrim decides to use their baking skills to make the iconic sweet roll found in Elder Scrolls series and other Bethesda games. Food plays an important part in a number of different video games, and Skyrim is a title known for having iconic foods such as the sweet roll. Recently, one fan decided to take their love for baking and Skyrim and combine them by making the legendary pastry found in the game. In a post on Reddit, a user known as Addicted to Jet showed off some delicious sweet rolls. These weren't just any ordinary pastries, however, with thick frosting running down the curved rims of these humongous rolls. I feel like I'm getting a sex talk right here. Not even joking. It just it's it's just like let's just really describe what's happening here. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. If you are a person who gets off on food, be warned. <laughs> this is descriptive. Please tell uh, me this article posts a recipe. Um, maybe. Uh, I'll check real quick. Uh, the bakers specially designed them to look like the ones found in Skyrim. Besides baking the sweet rolls, the creator added a humorous note from the person that supposedly stole the pastries. It reads, I swiped these as they were cooling on the rack in the kitchen of the Blue Palace. If any guards ask, you didn't get them from me. This note refers to one of the lines in the, of dialogue for the guards found in Skyrim. Uh, let's see here. Does not look like much of anything else. Let's see here. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. So there is a picture showing on here. Uh, God, they look good. Holy crap. Um, hold on. Let me. Uh... Oh, my God. I found a official Elder Scrolls, the official cookbook on Amazon. Oh god! I All these survival games getting shit. cookbooks. This is amazing looking. Yeah, that, that's. It looks so good. Uh, there, you can go on to the. There's a little bit more to the article, um, but you can go on to Game Rant. You can look it up. I mean, it was published four hours ago, so definitely, definitely go give it a read. Um, looks like the Reddit post was also tagged there as well, and. These rolls look amazing. I let me see if I can get a picture here. Uh, save image. Uh, sh no, cancel. Let's go here. Let me let me go. I'll 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 snag this this photo real quick. Make me hungry. Save image. Yes, we'll just save it there. That's fine. Close that. Tossing it up in podcast record. Go here. Upload. Boom. These were the sweet rolls that were made. It's uploading now. But yeah, that's pretty much my news. Okay, DJ, do you have anything? Something that could be something. <laughs> uh, that's coming from PC Gamer by Jonathan Oh my Bowen. god. What? I oh, the picture came through? Some now. Looks like, like, like yeah. cinnamon. Really... So, you know what Gingy's going to be spending his wedding money on? <laughs> if I'm allowed to. <laughs> anyway, this is coming from PC Gamer. Um, it looks like we could be getting a Grand Theft Auto Trilogy remaster. Ooh. Uh, three classic PlayStation 2 era Grand Theft Auto games are currently being remastered for PC alongside hey, modern consoles, including the Switch, according to a new Kotaku report. 
The report comes after recent rumors about the remasters based on takedown notices on mods using classic GTA material. The remasters are reportedly coming as soon as this fall after several years of internal delays. Uh, said games being Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Oh, fuck yeah. Rumors circulating for the past year have pointed to the remasters. Uh, being the ones that were on the PS2 between 2001 and PS and 2004. The first set of the 3D GTA games that started off the series that we know has come to a halt at 5 and will probably never have a 6th. We'll probably be playing GTA 5 on the PlayStation 7. Hey, don't forget about the, the smart fridge and the smart shoes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's Skyrim. Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be the new Skyrim. We're going to be playing it on Alexa. <laughs> Good job, Jinji. Good job. Um, games are supposedly being remastered using the Unreal Engine and a mix of new and old graphical styles, as well as an updated UI in the same style as the original. So, yeah, super, dude. But yeah, you know, people like their GTA, and it's not Five, so <laughs> something new. Isn't that grand? Hey-o. <laughs> <laughs> that was automatically just, just horrible. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about uh, oh, joy. I did have one there. smaller piece of news. What's up? Uh, Xenoverse 2 has announced mm-hmm. their next character coming later this year. They're still having new shit? Yes. Wow. The next character is Dragon Ball Super Broly's Gogeta. Base form that can transform into Super Saiyan. Huh. Interesting. So you can have base form and blue fighting alongside each other, along with the original. That's this cool. may get me back into Xenoverse. And he does have the big epic move where he like crosses his arms and pulls apart and has the big explosion from the movie, and that will be a move your characters can get. Yep, looks like I'm picking up Xenoverse 2 again. <laughs> I gotta watch I gotta rewatch the Brawly movie. It's such a good movie. It so is. I mean, don't get me wrong, one of my favorite characters is getting the shit beat out of him for like an hour and a half, but no, no, that is, that is one of the finest examples. If someone comes up to you and says, Hey, please show me a example of karma. Okay, alright, let, let me <laughs> let, let, let me do it for you. Uh, poor Frieza getting his ass beat like I'm a Brawley movie Frieza. Hour. However, we can't say Frieza has built up some endurance. <laughs> Frieza, like, don't get me wrong. Frieza may have get, been getting his ass whooped that entire time, but this guy is like... He, the guy's pretty good to still be alive after all that mess. He lived I enough to that complain too. about fusion existing. That's not fair! <laughs> That's not fair! You wait right you. there, Frieza. <laughs> we'll deal with you later. <laughs> it does make me excited for what the next super movie is going to be about. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Why they didn't just call it Dragon Ball Superhero? I don't know. Why is it Super Superhero? Because it's evidently Super Super Super. Although... <laughs> While we have that movie up, people are afraid of that movie now. What superheroes? Yes. Why? Because the concept art has Pan in it. Okay. And she's older. 
Yeah, evidently time has passed. What's the problem? It means it could be overriding the end of Z. Well, we already know that Super takes place after Z, doesn't it? No, it takes place in the seven-year time skip before the tournament with Oob. Huh. So it's possible they could be retconning the end of Z with this movie. Well, I mean, is that big of a deal? Uh, I mean, Hina definitely puts GT in the the grave forever. That's what I'm more fucking upset about. God (laughs) damn it, Toriyama. Make (laughs) Super Saiyan motherfucking 4 canon. I like (laughs) 4 better than I do Blue. What about Blue Evolution? I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Anyway, I believe that's it for my news. Okay. Well, uh, what what about this day, Mr. DJ? Ah, uh, yes. This day. The previous one has finally been... Dis- the evil has been destroyed. <laughs> we have plans. And now... <laughs> we can have the true history. Oh, dear God. Pixel <laughs> Media is going to be the new Exorcist location movie. <laughs> We're boned. Uh-oh. So... Oh my. This day in video game history for August 16th, the day of posting instead of recording. Starting in 1999, Microsoft releases ActiveSync 3.0 for Windows CE, a software update allowing better communications with desktop computers. I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> What? Well, you said better communication. What? <laughs> well, it's clear that Gingy is not good at communication, but we knew that already. What the hell are you on about? <laughs> anyway, in 2000, Square EA releases the Chrono Cross video <laughs> game for the PlayStation in the U.S. Are we there yet? <laughs> in no. 2001, B announces it will be acquired by Palm for 11 million U.S. dollars. 2002, Electronic Arts, EA, releases the Madden NFL 2003 video game for the PlayStation, the PlayStation 2, the Game Boy Advance, and the GameCube. There was Madden games on the Game Boy Advance? I guess. What is this world coming to? It's like having Madden on the Switch. Then, in 2004, Microsoft releases Microsoft Works 8 software. Applications include word processor, spreadsheets, Database, email, calendar, standalone dictionary, and PowerPoint slide viewer. Price is $49.95. Why can't we have that again? Please. That'd be nice. Also in 2004, on this very same day, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office rejects 10 patent claims of the University of California in a review of the patent for how a web browser opens plug-in applications. That's trademark law. I don't understand such things. Why I feel like I'm back in the 40s right now with that last voice you did. In 2005, Konami releases the Death Junior video game for the PlayStation Portable in the US. He actually bought that recently. I need to try it. Also, Sony CEA releases the iToy Play 2 video game for the PlayStation 2 in the US. Who remembers the iToy? The i I what? The PlayStation 2 camera. Oh my um, god. Where you had oh, to stand up and right like move your arms and stuff. They had like that hoverboard game. 
Damn. Also, uh, Sega released uh, the Sonic Gems collection for the GameCube on that day. Then, in 2011, Ignition Entertainment releases the El Shaddai Ascensions of the Metatron video game for the PlayStation 3 and 360 in the U.S. And finally, in 2012, Sweden issues a postage stamp depicting a laptop computer. And that has been August 16th, this day in video game history! And scene. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. <laughs> and yes, people, it's only going to get more downhill every time I do this, because next time I'm implementing the voice changer. The voice changer, and I gotta get that dramatic sound effect background music to put into. Oh no, that's a wee bit shite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, 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 it only gets worse from there. <laughs> it's we, we move on to next segment. We be right back. As well, you're fired. I'm fired. Oh no, 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 you'll no. fire someone else. You're fired. You, you, you we need more lemon pledge. You buy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to next segment of show where we talk about limit. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. We talk about what games we've been playing the last week or so. Odin, what games have you been playing? Uh, and more importantly, what games have you bought? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've taken a little bit of a farther step out of just Minecraft this past week. Granted, I have been playing Minecraft. That is kind of a staple in my life now at this point. Farther, um, farther step? Further step, you mean? And I, I, I think it's more like a, a further launch instead of just a step of what you've done. Uh, I mean, I guess in this case, your wallet took a plunge, but... My wallet definitely took a slight plunge. <laughs> a, as slight of, plunge? a slight plunge. <laughs> as of, I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah, it was like as of a couple days ago uh, from recording this episode here. Um, I uh, came into some information about a specific video game series that was released on the Nintendo Wii U as, or, or here as we at Pixels, Polygons, and Fun commonly refer to it as the Nintendo paperweight. Uh, the do, like, <laughs> some of us do. Um, I decided to pick up the entire series for what they had on the Wii U for the Mega Man Battle Network series, including the Battle Chip Challenge game. Hell yeah. Oh, I have all of them. And same here, my dude. I am so oh, happy to have it. Price down the storage on the Wii U. Yeah, I, I can. It must be near capacity. Yeah. My my Wii U? Yeah, they don't have a lot of storage in them. Oh, we, ours has a lot of storage. Oh, did you get a USB for it or something? I... Is it modded? No. Is that Maybe? A no. <laughs> no. Um, no, we have a we have a really big SD card in there. I thought that doesn't store on an SD card on that one. Mm -hmm. I thought the SD card was for something else. Uh, I'm pretty sure it does. I don't know. We have a lot of memory on ours, so. Um, 
And the, plot the games aren't that big anyways. They're they're really small. Like really small. Um but yeah, so I've been playing the Battle Network series. I started off in one, uh picked it up uh last night and just started playing some more. Um I'm just gonna run through it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through every game. Uh it's gonna take me a while, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run through it. I want to. I need Same to. Here, I love I Battle Network. It is arguably the best slash slash worst Mega Man series. Yeah. You it's, also got something else in that Battle Network thing, Mr. Odin. You got a new pretty. Oh, I did get a new pretty. For those of you who can't see this, this is a this is a uh, image uh, thing for it. Um, but Gingy here happened to come across it was Etsy, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, he came across this beautiful thing on Etsy for someone who did the uh, diorama, little like cube dioramas. They did one for um, Mega Man for Mega Man Six. He got the Falzar, and I got Gregar. I don't know what those mean because I've never played Mega Man. Oh yeah, these things are fucking awesome, dude. Don't give me I that look, Gingy. You know I haven't ever played a Mega Man game. Yeah, oh, you... okay. You once you are done with Halo, please. I swear <laughs> well, to God, I will, Network donate, I will donate money to you to buy. I've the never first played a Mega Man game. Way. I've never played a Mario game. I've never played a Zelda game. I've never played a Metroid game. Oh, you're gonna hurt Tattle right there with that statement alone. I've even I've played, played a Zelda game. game. Will you stream some Mega Man? No, I don't have I don't have Mega Man. You have a Wii U, don't you? In storage. Well, well drag that makes it out of storage. <laughs> I will PayPal you the money to buy the first Battle Network to get you started. You are so desperate for this. I am. I'll watch it. I, I I'm, I'm being dead serious here. I will buy you Battle Network One to get you started. Well, sadly, it looks like a, a watcher, a viewer of mine, is already planning on buying the next game slot after we complete Halo. Who is it? Is it Cipher? No, it's Headfrecker. Brecker, motherfucker. She has like almost thirty thousand points. Jeez. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a whisper to Frecker and be like, "Hey, get him to buy, or you you need to get him to play Battle Network." <laughs> Well, you would be able to force me to do so if you had enough channel points, but you don't watch me enough. <laughs> it's not my fault that you choose to stream when I'm either busy with uh, crotch goblins or if I'm slaving away at homework. Are those is that crotch goblin? That's children, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. That's. <laughs> I don't know how to feel Awfully about that. Awfully accurate. <laughs> it's they <laughs> come out from the depths. <laughs> one day rear their head to the light <laughs> I need some radiation <laughs> I need some radiation DJ what games have you been playing then DJ Hello. is he there I think uh, he went to go get some radiation just, uh, just a thought Oof. DJ what what games have you been playing this week? Sound like you're impatient. I told you I went to get some radiation. I told you it's to get Mountain Dew. What games yes. have you been playing, Senior DJ? 
Ah, uh, well, this week we finished Halo 3 already for stream. Woo! So that was fun going back. Though it's kind of weird going back to Halo 3 after playing the Anniversary Editions and looking how, looking to see that the third game looks so much older now. <laughs> Since for some reason it's the only one of the main trilogy that didn't get an Anniversary Edition. As for games I bought, um, I went to the Game Room, a local game store, and I ordered uh, two games for my PS2 that will eventually be streamed. That being Ben 10 Protector of Earth and Ben 10 Alien Force for PlayStation 2. Because eventually, once I get my adapter for the PS2, we're going to be streaming some Ben 10 games. Because Ben 10 is the greatest show ever. That's fair, I guess. Also, I need to get into Xenoverse 2 again, and I'm going to try modding my Steam version. I'm going to make a transformation for my characters to go Super Saiyan 4, dang it. Anyway. You, you can mod Steam Xenoverse? Yeah. Well, uh, how far are you into Halo, by the way? Uh, we beat three, so we have four and five left. Are you going to be touching any of the uh, Halo Wars? No. Okay. I don't do strategy games, unless I'm ordered to by my viewers with points. I'm going to get you to play Dead Space, I swear to God. I think that might be what Cypher's trying to get me to do. Glorious. hes I know he has enough points. Anyway, I think that's all I've gotten yeah. so far. Although I yeah, am tempted right it. now to get the Jackbox bundle on Humble Bundle. Which one? It's all of them. All of them? For 20 bucks. Holy shit. Well, all but seven. It gives you a 40% off coupon for seven. Yeah, it gives you one through five. You don't know Jack. A whole bunch of stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess the big thing I've done this week, besides, gosh, I mean, I've played maybe a couple of hour, couple of hours of the campaign from Call of Duty World War II off of my PlayStation. Just randomly enough, booted up the campaign game mode. Um, as of recording, today was day one of EB Community Day. In Pokemon Go. Uh, I lost count on the amount of shinies I've got. I have enough to now I have the the family the the family and shiny with their new community day move. So I don't know. I gotta be honest with you if I'm even gonna do day two. Alright, Pokemon Go is today. That was fun. I got my Eevee for home. You got all of them? No, every time I tried to evolve one, it turns into a freaking Jolteon. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon are RNG-based. Uh, there's, and I put a quote around bug, but if you have Esper, if you have EV set as your buddy, and just try to evolve it during the day, you can bypass the kilometer distance that you need for Espeon, vice versa for Umbreon. You need to be within a mossy lure distance for Leafeon, a glacier lure for, wait. Best Eevee. Yeah. And then you need seven he hearts admitted, for Sylveon. He admitted Glaceon is best Eevee. 
Uh, it's nice, Espeon. Oh, you guys are all wrong. You better not say Vaporeon. Uh, Umbreon, get fucked. Okay, Umbreon is good, Espeon is good, but Glaceon is best. Also, I can't look at Vaporeon the same way anymore now that's become a sex icon. That's awful. Who does that shit? Um, Bad people. People that see Vaporeon as self-lubricating. Oh, God, no. The internet's a strange place. They got tired of Gardevoir, I guess. I think... What else have <laughs> I been... I've been playing? Oh, let me go through... Let me go through my games just to try to refresh. Oh, um, I've been playing some Pokemon Masters because the big update came this week. So now we have uh, Cigna Suit Champion Leon with Eternatus. Yeah. And that is the first sync pair that is capable of uh, using a Dynamax move. Oh. Haven't pulled him yet, but I managed to complete the storyline enough to where I have unlocked Hop with Zamazenta. Yeah. That's one of those free sync pairs. You just do the do the event story and you get them. Okay. So I think that is it. Guess I played a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links 2. Evil heroes are legit. Can't Woo! wait for other evil heroes to come out if they ever introduce them. Looking at you, Dark Gaia. We'll see if you ever will hit Duel Links, but I I gotta be honest with the Duel Links format, I think Dark Gaia might be a little too OP. So I guess with that being said, we're gonna cut it here and go into the topic. We will be right back. And welcome back to the topic of the show, you guys. So uh DJ, tell us what we are talking about. We're gonna head right on in to racing games. Rev your oh, engines and put the pedal to the metal. Well then. What are our racing memories? I believe we were discussing one just before the podcast. That technically counts. Odin, Definitely we should discuss this one. I think we should. Um, so recently, uh, literally just a second ago. I just downloaded it for the Switch. The uh, Star Wars Episode One Racing. That so game. weird. It's not called Pod Racer. I know it's. Isn't it weird? I I've I've always called it like Star Wars Pod Racing, but that's not it. Apparently, there's like I think there's like a whole other like Star Wars racing game that was Pod Racing that was released for the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure. The only racing right. game I can think of is Big Bombad Racing, and that was a mistake. Ugh. Um, but yeah, no, so I grew up, uh, on, in the summers playing, uh, the Star Wars pod racing game, the episode one racing, uh, all the time on the 64, uh, me and my siblings sat in the basement in the cold and just played pod racing. It was really fun. Um, the fact that like you could customize characters, uh, your, your, not your characters, the, uh, the racer itself, you can buy upgrades and whatnot for it. Um, it's really cool. You can unlock really good racers. There is this one that I remember that you can unlock that it's not even like a pod racer, really, to be honest with you. It's like a ship almost. 
That there's no like cables connecting the engines. It's it's like one solid piece. And it's really good. It's really fast. Um it's it's just crazy for what it can do. Um I remember it took me quite a bit to unlock all that. That that is probably like one of my fondest racing game memories. But I think I'll probably still stand next to the aspect that I think the Sonic the Sonic Adventure 2 Battle Chow Racing is the best racing game ever. Okay, before you go on to that one, I just discovered there was another version of the racing game, and I'm mad it doesn't exist anymore. There was an arcade version. Oh, that's so cool. Look at these controls. I want it. Are you... Oh, can you toss it up into there? Okay. Oh my god! This looks so freaking cool. Dude! I want this. And it's probably impossible to find because it came out in the year 2000. Oh. Those that can't see it, it is basically a very simplified version of Anakin's controls from Episode 1 Racer in an arcade format. That is so cool. The difference between this one and the main game being is that your pod is indestructible. It can suffer slowdowns, but it doesn't blow up. That's the only oh. difference. Yeah, because nah, in the uh, Episode 1 Racing, your pod can blow up. Which can be freaking funny sometimes. Also, there's like wear and tear on your pod too. If you mm-hmm. don't like do tune-ups and stuff and repair and everything, um, your pod your pod racer starts malfunctioning and starts underperforming. You can That's even like, really Oh god, dude, it is amazing for the what that game is and what you can actually do in it. It is insane. Like you can buy like pit droid upgrades and stuff and get additionals, you can get them to work on your stuff. Uh it it's it's Oh my god. I if you don't have it, go spend 15 bucks and get it off the get off the Switch market. Or or on any other system because it's on the play, it's on the PlayStation 4 now. It's on yeah. uh, computers through GOG. I don't think it's on Steam. No. But if you get it on uh if you get it on Switch, you can play with me. And if you have <laughs> enough coins, you can get it for free. Yeah. It's like fourteen hundred. It's like just over fourteen hundred coins. Yes, it was released for Windows and sixty four. The game, Game Boy Color, Mac OS, Dreamcast, Switch, PS four, and Xbox One. Yep, I suggest getting it if you are a fan of Star Wars and you're a fan of pod racing, and you like uh, custom uh, custom building or custom working on uh, racers. I suggest getting it. It is such a solid game. And it, it, they released it for the uh, newer consoles a little while ago. And even if you hated Episode 1, everyone admits the pod racing was still cool. Pod racing is always the best. I guarantee you when you, find, when you, when you realize the type of other pods that you can get in this game after unlocking them, you're going to be like, the fuck? It's, it's amazing. It's crazy. I suggest it. It is a, uh, it is a full full you should get it suggestion like not even like don't even second guess it just go find it click it download it so Jinji, you got a racing game Twisted I know. how have we not talked about need for speed <laughs> because we were gushing about star wars episode one racer yeah i remember like the most oh, amount of effort or time that i've ever put into a need for speed game was hot pursuit 
Was that the witch hopper suit? <laughs> uh, the first one in particular was the one that I played the most of. I think it was. I mean, it came was that out. The one that came out in 2010. Uh, did it come out? Or are you talking about an earlier version? I'm talking about an earlier version. Hmm. Because the original um, was Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit back in 1998. Yeah. I still actually have that game on the computer. It's crazy. Because they did a remake of Hot Pursuit for 2010, and that's the one I believe that just got a remake a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right on that one. Last year. They did a remaster for it last year for on the uh, Switch and the PS4 and the Xbox One and Windows. Yeah. Um, I think I've only played a couple Need for Speed games. Um, I don't really think I like really delved too much like into them. Uh, I really did. Uh, there was... Was it... There was a Need for Speed... Uh, there was a Tokyo one, wasn't there? Or is that a... Uh... That's a Fast and the Furious movie. The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift one. No, there's a, a there's already? a game for the PS2. I remember. Hmm. Uh, it was a uh, Tokyo. Hold on, I can find it actually real quick. Give me a second. Back when movies had video game tie-ins. <laughs> but Gingy, I posted a cover uh the cover art of Hot Pursuit Ooh. in podcast. Is that the one? Yes, it was. Okay, so that's the 2010. Okay, yeah, that's the one that I put the most amount of hours into. Okay, so yeah, it was the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift game. Um, it came out, looks like, uh, 2006, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, it had, like, massive, like, customizations that you could do for, uh, for uh, vehicles. Uh, I really loved using the Lexus. That was one of my favorite ones that I had. Um, only because it, its exhaust was like a triangle. And I made it yellow, so it was like my banana. It was my banana car, but it was fast as fuck, man. It was really nice. I believe the Need for Speed game I sunk the most hours into was uh, Underground Two, and in that game, I was the drift master. I actually got bored of the game because I ran out of drift races to do, <laughs> and I never finished it. But uh, the first racing game I had was the first game I had on my N64. And uh, I'm going to show it right here for, the, for my fellow co-hosts. Hot Wheels Turbo Racing on the N64. Wow. This was my first racing game. I spent hours and hours trying to get all the cars just to try to win the races. And it took forever to find this on eBay again. So that was my first racing game. Um, but I believe... Uh, I don't know, maybe Jinji can talk about Mario Kart. That's a big racer. Well, I mean, I've played... played or do you want to talk about it. Diddy Kong Racing? <laughs> that's the hidden gem on the 64, that's for sure. But no, it's like Mario Kart, man. And it's really the way that tests friendships besides Mario Party is Mario Kart. I thought that you tested friendships by playing Monopoly. No, you play Monopoly you play with your enemies. <laughs> um, mm. Man, I semi-recently, I had no idea that you could do this, but I watched a video of a racer playing on the original Rainbow Road on 64 Mario Kart. 
And he did some jump right at the start of the game that I didn't think that you could do. Like right at the, the top of the first big hill that you drive down. Hold on. Say it again. Slowly. The first, the first big hill. Okay, first big hill. And Rainbow Road. Rainbow the Road, guy, okay. The guy bounce hopped off of the ledge and managed to land on the very bottom road that almost ended him back by the front. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that you can make a jump like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Which, which one is that? Because almost every Mario Kart game has its own Rainbow Road. The very first one in Mario Kart 64. First one to have Rainbow Road? I think so. Because I know that's not the first Mario Kart. No, I'm talking specifically about the Rainbow Road that's in 64. Hmm. Does anyone have a favorite Mario Kart? Um, I like seven. So, super, uh, super stupid, very basic. Uh, the most recent one, the, uh, the, it's Eight. like Mario Kart. Yeah, it's the one that they have for the Switch. I, I love that one. I really yeah, do. Deluxe. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was expecting someone to say Double Dash. What's your favorite cart? I usually do it by character, so. Crap. Who are all the characters in Mario Kart 8? Everybody. That doesn't tell me anything. I don't know Mario. <laughs> um, it's like Mario, Luigi, Peach, uh, Shy Guy, Boo, Bowser, um, the uh, Bowser Juniors, Daisy. Uh, there is Ro- Rosal. Is it Rose Rosal Rosalina? Um, um, frickin' dry- either Rosalina or Isabel. It's Rosalina, uh, Dry Bones, Dry Bones Bowser. Um, there are the metal forms of them for the basic bunch. Uh, there is also Koopa Troopa. Um, you now have like Link in there. Uh, there is a lot, a lot, honestly. Uh, there's, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, I'm going to say it's either Rosalina or Isabel. Okay, but who? what kind of cart do you like to use? Um, Depending on the track, I'll either go for like a basic cart or I'll switch into uh, a slim motorbike. I like using Mr. Scooty with the roller wheels. Hmm. I haven't played the game in so long. Yeah. Although, Gingy, why did you pick seven? That was the DS title, wasn't it? Or is that 3DS? Uh, he is currently not here at the moment. <gasps> he said he won't. He said he won't be long. He is. Okay. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, I was expecting at least one of you guys to say Double Dash because I know that's got a big fandom these days. I've never played Double Dash. Um. Honestly, I have played six and eight, and I think I might have played. Some of the early um, one or two of the earlier ones, I don't remember. Six would have been Mario Kart Wii, right? Yes. Well, the one came out on handhelds for some reason. Uh, I had that one. I had the handheld one. Um, there was also one that they had for the Wii U. I had. That was eight. Was it eight? Okay, so yeah, yeah. Had... They ported it to the Switch, and that was like the Switch luck. Awesome. Get all the DLC stuff. Yeah. Which so, is yeah. so weird. They haven't done anything since. 
I mean, like, it is odd because they're generally pretty good at like pushing, like pumping out the Mario Karts and stuff like that. So, and eight's been out for a good while. Like, let's be honest, it's been out for a good while. Yeah, because that was either 2017 or 2018 when the switch the switch was still pretty new. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually um, got into the news this year because it actually finally had like a a balancing update. Yeah, but other I don't. Than I, don't that, I guess I never pay attention to those kinds of updates. Wow, you know, I just I don't. I really never do. Like the Smash updates and stuff when they happen, I don't read into them. Yeah, because Mario Kart Eight. First released on the Wii U in 2014. Hmm. This game is over seven years old now. Oh my. So so it would have come out on the Switch in like 2018 or so. Yeah. 2017. Actually, Ooh. really, really soon into the Switch's lifestyle. That's a month after Switch came out, actually. Yeah. Have you ever played any of the, uh, the Forza racing games? Or I Grand Turismo? Like I've tested them. I want to try the new one that's coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a uh, Horizon Five, I believe. Yeah, uh, I believe it it's is. It's gonna Horizon be an open 5. world in Viva Mexico. Yeah. So I used to play. Um, uh, I used to play Forza. I think it was Forza Four, or is it Three? I don't remember. It, the last Forza game that I ever played, it came out on the 360. Um, and no, no, the last Forza game that I played came out on the, uh, Xbox one. It was when the Xbox one first dropped and McDonald's was doing that, uh, giveaway, uh, for, to be able to get an Xbox one, you can win one. I did, uh, we did win it, uh, technically just did, but. Oh uh, yeah. I remember you being really hyped about that. Oh, yeah, I still have the ticket for it. I still have the little coupon thing. And then you got into Titanfall. <laughs> yep, then I got into Titanfall and all that jazz. And Was it the but, Destiny yeah. Xbox you got later, or was that the Titanfall one? Uh, So, I had gotten the Titanfall controller. I did get into Titanfall for a little bit, but then I ended up getting into Destiny and played it. Um, I stopped playing for a little bit, and then I started playing it again on P- on PS4 because I had a white PS4, mm-hmm. the uh, Destiny One edition. So, so if it would have been the one on the Xbox One for Forza, but... it was Forza Four. Did that, did that release on both of them? I don't know. It was no, that was on the 360. So it would have been Five was the first one on the fifth. On, on the Xbox One? Yeah, because it was a launch title for the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, it was Forza 5. That was back when uh, they were still bringing cars to, to E3. <laughs> and getting laughed at every time. Yeah. Like, gamers don't care that you brought the car there. They don't get to drive it. <laughs> Microsoft, yeah. why are you doing this? I've uh, I've also played a crap ton of Gran Turismo. Um, I played a lot of it for the uh, PS2. Um, the The touring edition. The mm-hmm. grand, the uh, the, ugh, I played a crap ton of that because you like you could build cars from the ground up as, as well on that one, and like fully customize them. Like there is uh, an amazing am- amount of like different like car builds. Um, my brother is much closer to being a simulator than Forza, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, I know Forza is a simulator, but it relies a bit more on fun and racing. Yeah, Turismo is very mechanic based. Um, it, it works off of real world mechanics in game. It takes some getting used to if the only thing you've ever played is Need for Speed. It does. Like literally anything you can do to a car or anything you experience while driving while in a car you experience in Gran Turismo. Um, it was obnoxious. Yeah, an idiot. It was just really good. Um, countless hours playing on that. Countless. Oh, if, if, I'm sorry for interrupting you there. I complete. I feel like a complete idiot for forgetting one of the biggest racing series around. What? We forgot about Burnout. Oh, oh we have forgotten oh, about Burnout. God damn it. Burnout is such a good series. Is this I show now Burnout? Burnout Paradise when it got remastered. What was that, Gingy? You could say that the show is now burnt out. That's too yeah. real, man. <laughs> but I mean, real. burnout! It is the ultimate car fantasy where you just crash things. Uh, twisted metal is the ultimate car fantasy where I've you never played twisted metal. I don't. I, the only thing oh I know. Oh my god, about. DJ! Come on, man! I didn't have that. <laughs> It never looked cool. Hey, Jim, Jim, do you remember? Do you remember in Twisted Metal the vehicle that you could get, where it's just a black guy sitting between two wheels? Yeah. Yep. 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 Best car. <laughs> it's like listening to people talk about Half Life. <laughs> I haven't played Half Life either. Oh man. Oh. I mean, I'm I'm making so many gamers mad this episode, but with all the stuff I haven't played. No racing games better than Sonic Adventure 2 Battle Chow Racing. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, speaking of Sonic, I have heard some good things about the latest Sonic game. What was that Team Racing? Sonic Team Racing? Uh I don't I don't know. I played Air Riders a shit ton though. All of them. Have we speaking Crap of Air Riders, racing. have we That's talked about right Kirby's uh Air Ride? Nope. Ah, uh, that's another good one. We're gonna save that one possibly fine these days. I think it's so expensive. Yeah, now I even even for shits and giggles, I looked up the the cost of the physical Battle Network GBA cartridges. Authentic, mind you, those prices have gone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they release pop figures for the Mega Man Battle Network series. They oh should. My God, they just need to release just like a mass amount of them. I would and buy. I will pay. One. Amount a mass amount of money to to even if they just released like the standard uh, Battle Network style Mega Man, I would buy like twenty versions of those and then pay pay Val to customize them. Like, hey, give me Gut Soul, give me base base cross, the, just the style changes. Ah, uh, god damn it! Now I really, really want to fucking play BM three program fucking programs just style changes. Like water program, water style, heat style. Dude, I'm telling you right now, like y- you guys, for those of you who are interested in playing any of the Battle Network games, when you get to the final boss in BN3, the only thing I will say about that boss is that one of the easiest styles that you can use against that boss is wood guts. Yep. 
with this charged up tornado shot, get rid of the shields, and then just go away. Make them make them go bye bye. By the oh, way, yeah. did you did you see what I tagged you in in podcast record? Yeah, absolutely fucking ridiculous. A nine point five graded cop or er, ninety five black label. Damn, ninety five black label a Kirby Air Ride sealed eight thousand five hundred dollars on eBay. Look at the tax estimation. $595. Fuck that. I am not spending almost 10 grand on Kirby Air Ride for the GameCube. It'd be a sealed copy too, so you wouldn't even be able to play it. $500 on the Kirby game? Yeah. Uh, a sealed copy yes. that you can't play? <laughs> Paddle said yes. <laughs> Although I just had to look it up. There's a Mega Man racing game. What? what? Yeah, it came out in 97. Mega Man Battle and Chase. Uh, post? Post Link Now? What's it called? Mega Man Battle and Chase for the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. Oh God, there is! Never released in America. Fuck? Released only in Japan and PAL, and PAL regions. And released only on the Japanese PlayStation Network. Okay, alright, Amazon. Amazon, you've never let me down before, please. There's the Wikipedia there in the podcast record, and it's got the thumbnail for the cover art. It is a 3D racing game. Uh, playable has 10 characters, including Mega Man, Roll, Proto Man, Bass, Duo, and Dr. Wily, as well as uh, Wily's Robot Masters. And you can attack the other racers. So it literally is a battle, and battle car game. eBay is going to be the one to bankrupt me. Is it that expensive? No, but I found a model of a uh, beast out Falzar Mega Man for a thousand dollars. So many good racing games. So Mega Man Battle and Chase for the PS1 Japanese import, thirty bucks. Where did you find that? I just Googled searched and went to shopping. It's the Japanese version, so I don't I don't think the play is the PlayStation one region locked? No. Wait. I tried looking up the GameCube version. Yes. It is. Yes, they are region locked. Yeah. So you'd need a Japanese PlayStation to do it. What about GameCube? GameCubes are also region locked. Their games are region locked. Their accessories are not. Anyway, though, you guys, let us know what uh, video or racing games that you like if we mentioned any that you like yourself or if we lacked some you know reach out to us let us know but we're gonna cut it here and jump into the bullshit we will be right back what's up guys do you enjoy podcasts like us have you ever wanted to start one of your own are you too scared to start one well to be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to 
receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back, you guys, to the bullshit segment of the show, Bullshit Away. So, uh, just going to say this now. I totally forgot about this, but I just now re- found it again. The, uh, A- the ASC2 GameCube keyboard controller. <laughs> I need it. Oh, Oh crap! I was wrong. You can get uh, Battle and Chase for in America. Where? It's in the Mega Man X collection that released back in the early two thousands. Oh my god! That's why it's on the GameCube and PlayStation Two. It's in the Mega Man X collection. Oh my! So you just have to get that, and you can play it. Didn't they didn't they port the Mega Man X collection to Switch? Uh that's a different thing. Damn it. Mega Man X collection, GameCube, eBay, $37.99. Can you post that link so I don't forget it? Pretty please. Even has free shipping. God damn it. And it's complete in box. God damn it. <laughs> Manual everything. Take a look. Ah, yes, the GameCube keyboard controller. Now that's not the same. That's a that's a modified, wasn't it, or a handmade? Uh, Odin, microphone. Someone took it, they modified it to actually be able to use it on a PC. It's strangely comfortable. It looks so nice, and I want it so badly. They're $400. Yeesh. Yeah. It's so weird that that was released only for one game. Yeah. The original Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> yeah. It just It only worked for doing the text. It didn't work for anything else. Nope. I mean, you could use a controller, but... Yeah, but you might as well just use the chainsaw controller from Resident Evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a thing for, the, for those of the younger crowd that don't know. There were chainsaw controllers. Yeah. Oh, that's an episode topic idea that we can do. The most obscure video game controllers. That'll be one that maybe we can do that next week. But uh, speaking of speaking of bullshit, are you guys you guys ready for your? Oh no! Here comes the dad joke. How rude! How rude! So uh. How rude! Why do nurses like red crayons? I don't know, Gingy. Why? 
because they'll need to draw blood. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's you, you know what? You guys may make fun of me for that one, but Tattle, do I get a thumbs up for that one? Yes. Okay, I got a thumbs up from Tattle. That's all that matters. Don't give him a pity thumbs up. It wasn't a pity thumbs up. It was completely out of pity. That's funny. Oh man. Oh, now that um now that I'm thinking about it. I need to check to see where 4.5 is. 0.5. Uh, a while ago, I found a English English physical ROM of uh, Mega Man Battle Network 4.5. Oh, nice. Where I was getting an email from fucking tracking tracking and that one's already been shipped or delivered okay not you you know going back to the uh, star wars episode and racer I, I wonder why no one ever talks about the sequel to that game i've never played it but it had it had a sequel. Hmm. So, yeah, Racer Revenge that came out on the PlayStation Two. It was a direct sequel, but I guess no one cared about it. Which is strange because I think it got ported to the PlayStation Four. Yeah, it came hmm. out on the PS Four back in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Okay, it said it was shipped August 5th. So maybe it's in the mailbox. We just haven't checked it yet. Check your mail. My Anubis switches should be here soon for uh, my new keyboard. You are obsessed with keyboards. Yeah, and? (laughs) Just pointing out. I found... Maybe you'll get viewers coming to you for keyboard tips now. That's good. I'm a keyboard guy now. That's are you, you going to pour yourself out to all the keyboard makers out there, Odin? Yes. <laughs> Maybe you could do a, a side job on Etsy as a keyboard constructor. I uh, I plan oh, on do it. I plan on uh, creating my own switch for keyboards. Um, not every time you say switch, I think of the Nintendo Switch. Like, nope. Nope. Um, I'm gonna create my own switch, and it's gonna be a talk. It's gonna be a thocky tactile switch. I'm gonna co- I'm gonna call it the Odin Thock. <laughs> that's how. Uh, that's uh, phrasing. What? It. If you say that fast enough, it probably sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> Odin thought. Yeah. Thock. Thock. Well, it's like when it's like when construction users are using caulk. <laughs> caulk? Yeah. They use caulk daily. <laughs> mm. Heyo. Oh my. <laughs> not uh, like man. not like giving a window a good caulking. <laughs> well, 
Everyone lend, lend support for Odin and his thoughts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Good thing yeah. this isn't on YouTube, otherwise we would be demonetized. <laughs> Gone. All money. Nothing. We're not going to get anything. You know, that's funny. Um, for as long as the tea public store has been open, never once have made a, a t-shirt sale. And sure enough, we made one. And found out what the cut is from the t-shirt over at tea public. So you guys, help out the show, buy a shirt. Do it. Please? <laughs> No, I'm just, just kidding. Um, what else? Oh, um, I remember it, it came back to me, but thankfully we found out that it was a early release because uh, Odin and I the other day were talking about Mega Man X Dive, and we just happened to go look for it on the Google Play Store, and it's gone. Yep. <laughs> It was on an early release. It should be out next week. Like, officially released next week. Well, I guess this upcoming week, I think. Yeah. Let me... Let me find it. Can I go to their profile, please? Thank you. Okay, as of record, uh, when you guys are listening to this released uh, release day on Monday, X Dive should be out. Yep. So go download it, go play it. It plays just like Mega Man X does, but it's on your phone. It's pretty. It's well worth it. I uh, I still have. The, the game installed on my phone, but whenever I boot it up, it gives me constant connection errors. Yeah. So when the game goes live, I don't know if I can just click on the game that I have installed and play it as normal, or if I'm going to have to delete it to reinstall it. Just Like I said, just kind of wait and find out. I'll do it for science. It's fine. For science! Wow, science is so amazing. Mathematical. <laughs> Whatever you say, Finn. Algebraic. Algebraic. <laughs> Adventure best, Time. Underrated show. Best part. Best part of Adventure Time is fucking the Minecraft episode. No, fuck you. You mean the one that came ten years too late? Which one? Card Wars or Minecraft? Minecraft. It came out in the last season. Can you even play Card Wars now? I don't see it. Oh, I remember Card Wars. Card Wars. Oh, you're saying that they deleted the Card Wars app? Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Uh, it's like it shut down in 2019. 
Oh, that fucking sucks. God uh, 2020, actually, on January 28th. Wow. I mean, you can still get the real cards, I think. Maybe we'll have a, a pixel. One of us, night. either you or me, still has the Card Wars original set. I think you have it. Uh, oh, man. Well, I everything I own is with me, DJ. So I will go look and see if I have it. And if I don't, then you have to. And if what you don't have it? it and I don't have it, then it got lost to the sands of time. Hmm. What did you say, Odin? I said I have Steam now. I can play Uno with you guys. Oh, yeah, I got Uno. You know, for some reason it's still on you play. Uno, you know, who know? Maybe that's what the U and you play is. It's for Uno. You know what? We should do a podcast while playing Uno one of these days. Just do a stream of playing Uno. But do the podcast at the same time. Yeah. Pixels, Polygons, and Uno. Yeah. I the mean, episode title we, right we, there. Mark it down. We would technically be playing a video game. <laughs> we could do it. Uh, oh, I know the perfect topic to cover for doing that. Video games that end friendships. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. Yeah, we'll stream on Twitch. <laughs> we'll see if we can do that uh, next week. But speaking of that, uh, Odin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at by Odin's beard. That is Odin with two ends. Don't forget it. But I'm also never going to stop saying it. All right, DJ. Where can people find you? Twitch.tv slash DJ Skywalker 716. We stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you can find all my other related links there on the streaming page. All right. You can find me on my personal Twitter, Aging Ginger. You can follow the show at PPAF Podcast for any questions, comments, concerns, minus dropping it in any of the Discord channels. You can email the show directly at PP and F Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me at my Twitch at twitch.tv slash ppafgingy to where you will be able to watch the show live or watch us scream some fucked up uh, obscenities to each other as we are trying to decimate each other in Uno. Yes. So, with that being said, you guys, this has been episode Meganium of Pixels. I've been your host, Gingy. I've been Odin. And I've been racing through the skies. Hey, yo. <laughs> well, talk about being the speed of sound. Being the end of the show, we're all burnt out. We're out of gas. <laughs> all right, you guys, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.